Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, new no news is not always good news. Uh, I just I just want some Marvel to tell me something about something. But we got a small rumor to talk about, and then uh, uh it was lots of feedback. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, back again. Back again, baby. <laughs> wow. Ow. What you got? What you got news-wise? I'm excited. It's so funny when you start like searching the news. Like when I search like <laughs> the news for the week and like see what comes up, you know, start looking around the internet and even hit the dregs of like, you know, whatever websites that aren't confirmed news and stuff and just see and it's like this week it's like top 10 scenes in Marvel. You know, like like half of all the news <laughs> is just like people right try people doing what we're doing basically which is like trying yeah. to come up with something to talk about this week because they're, they're still not putting anything out which is crazy marvel almost always like it's such a drought right now i don't, I don't know if we've ever had a drought like this where it just feels like mm-hmm. they're just putting nothing out because normally there's at least some casting news or some you know, date news or some sort of yeah. news happening there's really not much the only thing that i had that was um pertinent to even talk about really uh was it's being rumored this is a rumor this is not confirmed but it makes sense uh, as a possibility that Kit Harrington's Black Knight has been removed from Blade. Mm, I'm okay with that. I feel like let Blade have his moment. Yeah. Unless we're doing the Spider-Man thing where everybody's already supposed to know who he is. Yeah. I, I think I'm fine with it. I um, The only thing that makes me sad about it is it's like the last time we saw the Black Knight, we heard blade's voice you know what i mean like off camera so like i need some you know it's just one of those things where it's like clearly they planned something and now they're not doing it which is just you know always a little uncomfortable Mm. makes me sad makes me maybe it's for a tv show maybe they're gonna do midnight suns or something didn't they say they were gonna do that uh no they've never said it but we've been speculating about it for a while because they they are doing a midnight suns video game i think is Mm. maybe out already um, but they've been, we've been speculating for years because the dark universe is sort of starting to come together, you know, Things yeah. are starting to feel like, oh, there's something going on here. There's something <laughs> afoot. There's werewolves by night. There are werewolves <laughs> and knights and all that. And Blade <laughs> is talking to the Black Knight. But to me, it sounds like this is a good thing. It sounds like we, we know, we know there's been a lot of, um, reports of Mahershala Ali pushing back on the story and trying to like uh trying to refine the script more before they get started Mm -hmm. and if i had to guess this is that classic marvel thing that we've always had struggles with with the creators and it's like wanting to put more of the ongoing universe stuff in and less of the you know and in lieu of more story that focuses on our hero and like i think generally they've done it tastefully but if if they were pushing something like the Black Knight into the story and he really didn't fit, then and and Mahershala Ali was like, no, nah, let's make this a Blade movie. Like, like that's I don't need uh, the Black Knight to show up. I like we needed we needed to tell a Blade story, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, and I'm okay. Like I'm cool with that. Me too. As long as they have plans in the future to, to put them together. Don't yeah. do that and then never go back to it. They don't act like we don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, we remember. We were, yeah. There's very few things in the MCU that I can look at and be like. They did that, and then it made no sense. But yeah. that would be that'd be one of them. That would really annoy me. <laughs> um, so, so I'm upset about it in that respect. I am happy for them if it's because they want to make a better. Like, let's say, 
Maybe they'll throw that in the post credits. They'll give us a great Blade origin story, and in the post credits, he goes and meets Kit Harrington or whatever. Like yeah. we see it from his perspective, you know. Oh, I'd love that. That would be really cool. Something like that mm-hmm. would be fine. I just don't want to see them drop the thread completely. I guess. Okay. Personally. Yeah. Um. But again, that's a rumor. We we don't even know if it's happening. It. it I guess it kind of lines up with other things we've been hearing, so it kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Poor Kit Harrington. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was like projected to have this big Marvel career after Game of Thrones ended. And then it mm-hmm. seems like this stuff just kind of is fizzling out. And now he's yeah. doing, uh, I guess this is rumored, or maybe it's not. I don't know. I'm just throwing it into the ether. He's doing the <laughs> Jon Snow. Oh, they're doing uh, a Jon Snow show? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Weird. I think so. <laughs> don't, okay. Maybe. That would, like be, that. that would be interesting. I think it's called Snow. Huh. Interesting. Well, that's a name they give to any bastard, right? Right. Maybe it's a story of various bastards or something. It's in the works, it says, as of this this article from February 6, 2023. Both, okay. Yeah. They 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 did a lot of in-the-work stuff for Game of Thrones, and it seems like they, they sort of developed them, and then they, you know, a lot of them let them drop. George R.R. R. Martin confirmed it on his blog. He says, yes, we are doing a Jon Snow show. The working title for the show is Snow. Okay. But we'll see what happens, you know, because it seems like he's getting pulled in two different directions. <laughs> it just depends on how long. You know, like, we're talking about, a, like, House of Dragons, you know, it did, it did that show, and it was wonderful, but it was, like, what, seven, eight, nine, nine episodes, I think? It's ten. Ten? Perfect. And, but yeah, it's 10 episodes, but then they're not coming back for two years. I know, which is why I, I am 300 pages into that Bible-sized book. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that only Chorus Valerian has been born. <laughs> That's how much information. I'm wow. not even to the story yet. Yeah, yeah. Oof. But I had to start watching uh, Game of Thrones over again. And it is insane how much stuff they say in that first season that has so much to do with characters that were from, you know, 300 years ago with the Targaryen dynasty, right, like Mag- yeah. Magor and all this stuff. Sorry to derail it. But yeah, it's, it is fascinating to be hearing everything. And I'm like, I know. I'm Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know who all of you, is. I know who you're talking about. I know who your uncle's uncle's <laughs> uncle is. <laughs> I get that reference. I understand that reference. <laughs> Oh man, good stuff. Um, yeah, so it, it is a bummer if that he gets relegated to Game of Thrones. But it, you know, who knows? These days they do those ten episode series, and it might just be that. Just might be the whole series. Yeah, you know? yeah. They might just be like a, a short run. Uh, it might be the situation where they do a short run, and then like you know, maybe maybe they give them two more years between seasons, like they're doing with House of the Dragon. And yeah, just don't see what the show's going to be about. I mean, problem solved, right? Yeah, I I do think that like it seems like Game of Thrones ended in a place where uh, the problem of our age has been accomplished. And, and sorry, guys, if we're we're just talking Game of Thrones here. Uh, but I, like, sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, it's 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 interesting to see. Yeah, I don't know what they'll do with that show either. But Kit Harrington. <laughs> Kit Harrington. So let's hit some of this feedback. How about it? Let's do it. Um, we got uh, one of our patrons, Dylan James, says, What's up, pandas? Uh, let me start by saying that this podcast has been such an amazing, nerdy comfort. Living in New York City, there's a lot of daily downtime during my subway commutes. Mm-hmm. I've definitely laughed out loud on the subway multiple times and looked like a psychopath. And then in parentheses, he says, Holes! <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to deeply say thank you to Matt, Jeff, 
and Ashley and all the other amazing people that pop up on this show. MCU Podcast was my gateway drug to Source Pages and Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater, uh, which are also so good. I know it's <laughs> custom to say I love you 3000, which I do, uh, but I'd rather go on my favorite line. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> this is the third time today we have discussed Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in some way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, well, we're, that's exciting. Uh, like if you all think so that we don't always just talk about Marvel, we do. Yep, yep. <laughs> I think one of those was off mic and one of those was on mic. <laughs> we're just yeah. over, talking Guardians, talking Guardians. Um, yep. All right. Well, uh, hey, thank you, man. Thank, thank you so you. much. I'm that's... glad you're loving uh, our show over on you know, Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater. Thank you. Yeah, Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater. Love. Check it out, guys. That's another endorsement, not just us. It's a Dylan James endorsed uh, podcast. Go check it out. Uh, but thank you, Dylan. That's very kind. Very, very kind. Yes, thank you. And thanks for being a patron. Absolutely. Um, this one, somehow, we, we, we didn't make it to it last week. Uh, so we're going to get to it. This is another one of our patrons. Uh, and I still, I'm sorry. I know we've talked about it before. I don't know how to say your name. It's uh, Nietzsche or Niche. I'm thinking it's Nietzsche. That looks Nishi. Give us Nishi? some phonetical spelling. because. We we like to say our names right. I don't want to keep saying it wrong, <laughs> especially for our beloved patrons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like that too, and I think I'll remember because uh, I'm gonna say Nietzsche because Nietzsche. N- n- yeah, Nietzsche is like Nietzsche. whatever that philosopher. It sounds exotic and sexy. <laughs> but uh, I'm see this thing. You got to help me remember though. Jeff was always really good at remembering everyone. They'd give us a pronunciation, then two years later they'd write it in again. He'd be like, "Oh no, it's this." I remember. Oh no, I cannot. I cannot have that on my shoulders. Yeah, I can't okay. even say people's names as it is. <laughs> right. We'll have to do our best. We'll do our best. All right. Thank you for being a patron. And they say, "Hey pandas, just listened to your take after one week episode, and man, I gotta say, love the love for Ultron. Mm. I generally go back and rewatch random scenes that I love, even if I don't have time for a whole movie." And I think I've seen the first half of Age of Ultron like a hundred times. I love the opening battle scene. I love Tony, Bruce, and the science montage. I love the party scene. I love James Spader's opening monologue ending with him singing the Pinocchio song. I definitely agree the name is the biggest issue. So, propose we pop through the quantum tunnel back to 2014 and change it to Ultron's Awakening. Ooh. Mm. Also, I know they already kind of did this in What If, but I would still love to see a live-action Avengers movie set decades after Ultron wins the Battle of Sokovia. The beautiful thing about the multiverse is that we actually could get stories like that without changing the main timeline. On a separate note, I know it hasn't been officially announced, but with how season one of Moon Knight ended, I'm assuming there will be a season two at some point. I guess Marvel slowing down production probably puts Moon Knight season two in 2024 or maybe even Ugh. 2025. I don't like that. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like they have an opportunity to do something very cool with Rama Tut and some time shenanigans for Moon Knight. Ooh, that's I true. would love to see those two together. Mm, Big yes. time. Big time. Yes. Season two. Especially if we end up getting it in close proximity to Kang Dynasty, which comes out in May of 25. Any theories of how Moon Knight Season 2 might tie in with Kang Dynasty? Thanks as always, 
Love you 3000, Niche. I love all of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, for sure. I definitely want more of uh, Moon Knight. Like, I, it's one of the best things we've gotten in Phase 4. I mean, I say that. I love so much of Phase 4. I really do. I, I know we Multiverse like. Multiverse of Madness, don't you dare. <laughs> yeah, Multiverse of Madness is so good. This- Moon Knight's so good. Yeah. Um, Loki's so good. Like, there's just so many things I just absolutely want division. Like, there's just, it just, it's, it's a wealth too many. of great things. Top five are pretty solid. <laughs> yeah. 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 They really are. Um, and I, I, they can't just let this character of Moon Knight lie, but I don't know if they, they're going to have time for a season two, especially with all the, the moving, moving all the shows back and stuff. But throw them in a movie. I'm cool. Well, that's what I was going to say. Exactly. Like, that's the beauty of this universe is he could show up anywhere. Yeah. I feel like they got pushed to announce a season two, because I remember they said they weren't doing two seasons. And then all of a sudden they're like, surprise, we are, maybe, sometime, maybe. Yeah, well, but they had that ending filmed. But that could go into a film. Sure. It just feels very much like they are preparing for something more with Moon Knight. I don't know what, but they did like uh, talk about a season two toward the end of season one. Um, So I... Yeah, I'm I'm all here for it, man. I, I want anything. And the fact that Rama Tut uh, mm-hmm. is right there with it. Now, what I'd like to see is a previous avatar of Khonshu who is Moon Knight. Like 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 fighting Rama Tut in the ancient in ancient oh, times. Oh, that'd be cool. Because then you get a whole new Moon Knight. You God know? fights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like with Rama Tut and the avatars already existing, like it's just a matter of time before we get a really good like God fight versus Kang. Uh, I love it. I love it. Me so, too. I want a season two. I don't know when they'll do it. If they do it, I hope they do it before Secret Wars because I think like him being involved in Secret Wars would be really cool and getting the character more fleshed out would be great. But if he just shows up in a movie, I, I ain't going to be mad at it. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I mean, I'm hoping that's what Avengers and stuff is good. Like, if the next Avengers movie isn't everybody who's new, what the hell's the point? You know, put them together. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Because in Endgame, you don't... My problem with the first Avengers movie has always been there's very little character development in the first Avengers movie. Right. Um, it's still a fun ride, but like... What they had to do to make Endgame and Infinity War interesting is they had to remove a bunch of characters so they could have focus, you know? And there's so many, like we lost a couple in, in, in infinity saga, but not that many. So there's so many still existing. And now right. we have so many more. If they mm-hmm. try to throw them all in this first Avengers movie, I feel like Avengers is going to just be insane. I love a team up. I can't. <laughs> I, I do too. I just, I like, I, I guess I, I kind of want like, I almost wish they'd do like smaller team ups first or something. Get me used to how these characters well, interact. It's the only reason I think that they might do it that way is because it's Kang and there's going to be so many of them. It's the perfect way to use everybody if you yeah. wanted to, because there's so many. And I don't know. I don't know how they're going to deal with that many Kangs without all of these people who we know. Absolutely. And with Secret Wars, you don't oh, yeah. even really have to like have a. Like once you establish that that exists, that battle world exists or whatever, you mm-hmm. don't really have to have like a reason for everyone to fit together. It's literally the right. toy box gets dumped out and everybody just gets to play. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's it's gonna be really fun. Like you need you don't need to like justify yourself. It's just like yeah, everyone's just in here. Like if we're just doing yeah. it, let's let's go. 
Let's go. <laughs> Uh, okay, up next we got a couple uh, audio feedbacks here. Uh, we mentioned it on the show, but you can do an audio recording on your phone, which is probably the best way to do it, and then just email us at mcucast at gmail.com, and we'll get those right here. Uh, we got the first one up from Todd. Hey, guys. How you doing? I hope you're all good. Um, oh, yeah. I haven't really got any feedback, to be honest. I sent my Quantumania one in a couple of weeks ago, but I've just listened to the cast where Ashley said that basically if you're from outside of America... Um, it'd be good to send a voice note in. <laughs> so uh, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm sorry it's not a sort of sexy French or Italian accent, just boring old Southern England. But <laughs> yeah, listen, I just wanted to say that um, I really appreciate you guys and your podcast. I've been a listener for a few years now. Um, an actual fact, with the exception of Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., I've gone back and listened to every cast you've ever done. So thank you so much for the hours of entertainment at work. Um, I hope you're all doing good. And I'll send some more feedback in um, soon after the next content, whatever that is. Guardians, is it, I think, or Loki? <laughs> anyway, take care, it. guys. Thanks for everything. Speak to you it. soon. Hey, Todd. Thank you, man. That was great. And then let me tell you something. You roll through Wisconsin with that accent, and girls are just going to throw their bras at you guys, too. Yep. Whoever's are going to. You, 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 know? think, you call it boring and boring and uninteresting Southern England. Like we, 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 we find it exotic. I love it. Got to get over stateside, man. Like, <laughs> just clean up. Uh, <laughs> no, it's great. It's wonderful. Um, <laughs> I, I just realized this was the week. These, these, these two came in the week that you asked for. More accents. So I'm wondering if both of these uh, audios I, will be accents. I hope so. <laughs> I know you I do. I don't really have any content. I just want you, you know, to hear me talk. No, no. <laughs> I asked for it. <laughs> Baby gets what it. she wants. <laughs> Todd, thank you so much for going back Thanks, and listening Todd. to the old episodes. That means a lot. Uh, we have almost 800 episodes in the feed now. Do you realize that? Shh, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. I was kind of hoping we'd hit 1,000 around the 10-year mark because... We're almost to the 10 year mark. And so, like, a thousand in 10 years would be really neat. But I don't think we're going to make it. <laughs> we could. We could really try. We'll put up a bunch of 10 minute videos. Or... Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we'll see. We got, we got a lot we'll coming. James Cameron it. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hit the thousand mark. We're just going to start throwing everything out. I say 800. It's actually, we got, we, there's about 14 lost episodes. So there's 800 in the feed, but then we have like, Whatever. So it's like we're the really lost like a, episodes of Stranded Panda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're at like eight fifteen or something like that. Um, so that's 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 fun. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, thank you, Todd. Uh, and and that's so cool. I, I'm always blown away when people go back and listen to all the old stuff. Like people find yeah. us, whatever, and I, we can tell it's happening because we see in our our statistics or whatever how many of the downloads for the day came from like old stuff, and it's always like a ton. And so thank you guys for listening to all that. Um, we hope it's enjoyable. We hope you yeah. like it. All right. Up next, we got David Kirby's feedback. Here we go. My buddy, David Kirby. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's happening? My favorite embarrassment. Um, just a couple things. Um, David from the Essex in the UK, of course. Um, just a couple things listening to the feedback on uh, Ant-Man. Um, so... I've only seen it once. I want to try and see it again. I don't know if I'm going to have time. But in the trailer, it made it sound, he, Kang said, we'll give you more time, right? So that was, um, they lied to us. We know we like them to lie to us, but they did lie to us because that was, he said that to uh, Janet, right? They didn't say that to um, 
stock, which is what I thought it would be. Um, my main gripe, I did enjoy it, I enjoyed it a lot, but my main gripe with that and with Thor is I honestly believe they're they're panicking about the length about the length of the, about the length of the films. They don't want to make it a three-hour film, and I think we're getting um, I think we're getting shortchanged out of that. I think we're missing stuff. I think there's plot plot elements that are getting taken out to try and keep the um, the length um, length of the film down, which I, I think is definitely left me um, wanting more from Ant-Man and wanting more from Thor. Um, one other quick thing as well, I saw it in one place that I cannot remember. Um, they said about they were thinking of doing these little shorts uh, about the DD um, Department of Damage Control that would tie up and clean up little elements. So uh, things that have happened within the film that you come away thinking, oh, I wonder what happened with that. Um, they were going to make little shorts of that. I don't know if that's something that any of you guys have seen anywhere else, um, but I was thinking that would be quite a good thing, sort of. So, with regards to Luis, maybe um, that could be he could be involved in that. So they clear up every element within the films. They clear those bits up with little Do Department of Damage Control shorts, like they kind of did with the one shots yeah, in the first um, the first phase and stuff like that. Sorry if this has gone on a little bit long. Love you all 3,000 and keep up the good work. Patreon member representing here. So, yeah, all good. Okay. <laughs> David from Inside of a Washing Machine. Bringing out that energy. I love it. <laughs> no, I, I love it too. I'm going to try to do my best to fix some of the audio there. But if it's bad, I apologize. Uh, that uh, There was a lot of like washing machine. It's not like he was inside of a car wash. I, again, a great accent, though. Great it, accent. It was amazing. Just so much passion, it sounds like. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Energy and passion. Right! Yeah! Yo! I love it. So that's what I want. Thank you. You made my day. My it's cheeks. so funny. You just like different accents. You assign different emotions to, you know, like that accent. <laughs> There's a lot of excitement there. Like, no, it just made me not, but it just sounds well, like it does. We, we just heard two very different english accent right, so i'm yeah, like yeah. W w todd said he was from southern england right southern i wonder england, where yeah. if if david's like london or like where yeah i don't know maybe don't london's know. in southern england i don't really know my my geography <laughs> of england. <Me> either <laughs> but it is uh, that's what i love about doing this is not only getting to hear different accents and it's just crazy it blows my mind that people listen to us in other countries like i still can't get over that like the the big little world of it all but yeah, hearing the different sure. accents in the different countries is just so cool yeah, 100%. Thank you, thank you, David. Uh, let's see, on his issues that he brought up, so we've been talking a lot about how the content seems to be changing, like the rewrites, and then with Thor, they seem to have taken a lot of the dark stuff out, but mm -hmm. uh, David brings up a totally different point, which is maybe they're just trying to keep them shorter, which is something we've talked about wanting, but mm -hmm. like, if they're removing some context or removing important scenes, we don't really want that, I you know? Don't. I would have taken the four-hour Taika cut of luck. Thor Love and Thunder yeah. if they were going to put all this stuff back in there. Keep it oh, keep yeah. it rolling. Yeah. I, I know you would. I know, know no. you would. <laughs> uh, for sure. As for the Department of Damage Control thing, I have not heard that uh, rumor in a while. They did have a Department of Damage Control show they were working on like, I don't even know, six, seven years ago. Like mm -hmm. back when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was on the air. It was supposed to be like a, yeah, it, it was, I think it was even before they were mentioned in Spider-Man Homecoming, um, there, there was discussion of a damage control show, 
but right. it just never materialized. So I'm assuming uh, I, I haven't heard anything since. So maybe it may be a small rumor rumor story that we just missed, or it might not not have may, may have been a rumor that wasn't true. I don't know. Yeah, it just feels like they they've been talking about that for so long, and then when Spider Man came out, I was like, oh, they're actually going to do this. And then, but I want them to do it like The Office, like make it funny. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Did you see the DC show that tried to do that? Maybe I think thought that that's what this was. Was that on HBO? No, it was like an ABC or something. Okay. Like that. What was that show called? I, it's like Damage Control. <laughs> no. Called like something. It was like Cleanup Crew or something. It was called Powerless. I just found it. It's called Powerless. Um, I actually loved it. <laughs> Thinking I loved yeah. it. It was it was a comedy. It had Alan Tudyk in it, Danny Pudi in it. Um. That's fun. And a an actress who I think people know, but I do not. Vanessa Hudgens? Huggins? Huggins? Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens? Vanessa the Hudgens. Chick? Yeah, singer. Yeah, chick, okay. Right? She was like yeah. the main character. Also, Ron Funches, like really good, some really good people. Um, yeah. And it was just a comedy, but it was like a workplace comedy. It wasn't damage control. Like it kind of was. It was like a, they were like a company that worked on like, I think like marketing products or something in a, in a hmm. world with superheroes. And so they had sort of like superhero adjacent products or something like that. Interesting. I, I, yeah. I'm trying to, I, it's, it's hard to even remember, but like, so they would have encounters with superheroes in their daily life. But the idea was they were just like a little office that was doing, doing their thing, you know? Um, but it was in DC and uh, yeah, it, like it came out around the same time they were talking about the damage control show coming out. And I wonder if that shut that show down or not. Mm, that's like, a good point. It was too close to what they were planning to do or something. And they just didn't hmm. do it. Or, or they saw it and were like, no, we don't need to do this in our own thing. Hmm. <laughs> it's a little broader comedy. It's more like ABC comedy, like ABC family comedy kind of show. Did it get canceled? Yeah. It lasted one season. The, the first Oops. season was good though. I, I didn't yeah. watch it. I went to TV show heaven. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't on Fox? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let me see. I, they kill more TV shows than any other <laughs> Yeah. It was on NBC. That's where it was. Okay. Yeah. So it, it was good, but it's like very much network comedy kind of thing. It didn't feel too groundbreaking, but it was fun that it had all the superheroes in it. And it was like in the world of DC. So they would like mention real, like, you know, like superheroes you would know. And they had other like small D level superhero heroes and villains kind of show up on the show like they'd be fighting outside the window and stuff like it was just like kind of weird that's funny that's fun um okay uh let's see what do we got what do we got next up next we have mark keller he says hello all first off as a pediatrician who oh just listened to your first ant-man feedback episode if you <laughs> If any of you ever have questions about your changing bodies, let me know. <laughs> uh, he he probably just listened to the holes episode. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Mark wants to help examine our holes. <laughs> um, I, I didn't say it. Uh, I did. <laughs> as to Ant-Man, specifically the first post credit scene, I was initially on the Scarlet Centurion train, um, as to who that third person was. Uh, but I'm now leaning toward Iron Lad or a combination of the two, specifically after thinking more on what Ramatut said to him, alluding to wishing he could have been the one to kill the exile. What better reason to hate Kang the Conqueror than if he showed up on your planet, killed or otherwise harmed your friends on the Young Avengers, and compelled you to turn to evil in opposition to those friends? 
Mm. I'm not sure if that idea has been put out there yet. If so, it has a timey-wimey issue. It was actually me who thought of it first. (laughs) Love, Mr. (laughs) Dr. Mark. Uh, All right, Dr. Mark, thank you. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it is... um, We've we've discussed the idea that a Kang might be the one to do that. I I don't think we've discussed. Maybe we. I think people have mentioned Iron Lad as a possibility for that character, but um, mm-hmm. we have we have talked about the fact that like maybe there's a version of Kang that was Iron Lad that's going to be sort of like a almost like an infiltrator into the Council of Kangs, you know? Yeah. Um, like trying to trying to stop what's going on or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We haven't we haven't haven't gotten there yet. No, it's it'll be interesting. There's a mm-hmm. lot of different kangs it could be, but uh, I, I would think that we'd bring Iron Lad in sooner rather than later. Yeah, it feels like they should, just given given what they're doing. But yeah, it's also like we keep talking about the Young Avengers, and I think we're getting there. But it's like, will they ever even call it the Young Avengers, or is it just yeah. gonna be like, are we just gonna see a I don't team? Need to be young Avengers, just give me Avengers movies. I don't watch some kids running around. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, I doubt they're going to call it Young Avengers, but I could see a, a movie that mainly features, you know, those seven or eight people. And you're like, yeah. oh, we'll all probably call it Young Avengers, even if, you know, they don't. I just like every other hero needs to get stuck somewhere and then there's no adults. And that's why they have to do a right. Young Avengers thing and go get them. Like, as other than that, what's going on? <laughs> Where are the adults? We talked about it prior to Ant-Man that that might be kind of what's going on with Cassie because like... Uh, maybe or, well, I think maybe it was after because it's it, the whole thing with like Scott being reluctant to help and stuff like that. Right. Um, I thought maybe maybe that Cassie was gonna go find some friends and that would kick off the Young Avengers. Yeah, but then they just sort of resolve that issue really fast. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Uh, up next we got Matt Salerno says hello. Just recently started listening to your show for about a month now, and I'm really enjoying it. Well, f- nice. well, welcome, Matt. Welcome. From one Matt to another. Um, <laughs> you all have great banter, and your theories really get me hyped up for the future of the MCU. Biggest like I had about the movie was how Kang immediately demonstrated his power in front of Ant-Man. When Modok spoke and Kang slammed him into the wall and told him not to speak while he was in the room, such a power move. Modok is such a powerful, dangerous character, but compared to Kang, he tucked his tail and wasn't even worthy to speak in his presence. (laughs) I also like how Kang didn't bother trying to befriend Ant-Man and show his true intentions by betraying him. Instead, he offered him a straightforward deal and forced Ant-Man to accept it unless he wanted to watch his daughter die. Biggest mm-hmm. dislike I had was how Janet kept stalling on e- telling everyone what was going on. Yeah, it was obvious she was terrified and stressed how they had to get out of the quantum realm, but come on. <laughs> Shit has hit the fan already, and an explanation is in order. But she refused, and everyone just went along with it. A couple times they tried demanding for an explanation, but Janet brushed off their demands and said, I'll explain later. I felt like everyone would have taken the situation a lot more serious if they knew what they were up against, rather than just go along without knowing what was going on. Moving forward, Kang was a badass, pretty much single-handedly held off the rebellion at the end until the Ant Army showed up. Not gonna lie, I kind of thought something like that would happen when I saw them traveling through the quantum tunnel in the beginning. 
uh, if all the Kangs shown at the end of the movie have the same technology that the OG Kang had and decide to attack at the same time, they would dominate the Avengers and anyone else who dare oppose them. So, I'm assuming we're in store for some pretty powerful heroes making their appearance. Again, love y'all's show. Thank you for the ongoing entertainment. Cheers. <laughs> she, oh, he Thanks. said cheers. What? Cheers. Sounds sounds like sounds like it might be another uh, Englishman. You, you got to send in your uh, just teasing. Vocal send in feedback. your voice. Yeah, we, he, we we need those audio feedbacks for <laughs> you know for Ashley's purposes. Um, yeah, just, just for me. <laughs> um okay yeah no i i think uh, i do definitely like how powerful kang was from the very beginning i hadn't really thought about that but him you know we don't know in the mcu how powerful modok is so it didn't dawn on me but like yeah he's very powerful i was trying to explain that to kent because ken just thought it was like a big joke you know and i'm like no no he's actually a problem (laughs) well that's the thing is like they don't really do a good job of showing that in this movie Mm -mm. so like in the MCU, it doesn't seem like he is that big of a problem. But like right. knowing that from comics and knowing that from a, other media, like yeah, it's a it's a big deal when he just throws him against the wall. Hmm. Um, but I, I I do wish they'd like. Ma- I mean, they kind of try to make it clear with like all the rebels are so scared of, uh, Modok. Yeah. When, he come, when he's he's like, oh, he's coming to kill us. Like they're they're very frightened. So I guess you, I guess you're supposed to gather it from that. But it doesn't yeah. really. Doesn't really resonate. Mm. I don't feel like. And I think it's because it was Darren. If it wasn't Darren, maybe it would have been different. Like you would have thought a little bit more threatening. Mm-hmm. But then you just see that big goofy face. Yeah. And he's like, "Ha!" Ah! again, just like he was in the other in Ant Man with all that extra yelling. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt also talks about how he likes how uh, he doesn't try to hide his intentions, and he just tells tells uh, Scott straight out what he was going to do. Yeah, I definitely thought it was going to go a different way from trailers and such, but I got to say, I do love a villain who's just like very upfront with his intentions. All the cards on the table. Yeah. Just like, nope, I'm not deceptive at all. I'm just going to do this terrible thing to you and you have no way of stopping me. Exactly. I'm going to just kill your daughter right in front of your face. You want to stop me? (laughs) The only way to stop me is to do what I want. It's a a baller move for sure. Yeah. And we've talked about it a lot, but Janet... Janet's just not telling the truth. I, I, I'm, I'm with, uh, with Matt here. I mm-hmm. just think she just hides it so much. What's the deal? <laughs> What's the deal, Janet? Damn it, Janet. It's funny. Uh, thank you, thank you, Matt, for the feedback. Uh, guys, we, we have a little bit of Ant-Man feedback still in the queue here, uh, so we'll probably hit a couple of those next week, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> maybe Marvel will give us something something so sweet to uh, chew on this week. Yeah, like a Loki trailer? <sighs> a Loki trailer. A new, another Secret Invasion trailer. A secret, <laughs> any of those shows could drop any day. We just have no idea, you know? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm so ready. I am ready. I'm having serious like Marvel withdrawals and like it's not even just the shows it's like the shows the announcements <laughs> well that's why i'm glad we're doing what we're doing because even talking through the feedback like when that um when they brought up ultron like i can't wait 
till we get to these. Because each movie that we watch in our rewatch of the Infinity Saga is just going to have me more excited to watch the next one. Right. So it's like we forced ourselves to have something to look for. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. Well, we guys have been, we've mentioned it a bunch of times, but we're start, we just started today our rewatch of the Infinity Saga, and it's going to be dropping next Monday. So this is, <clears> I believe, this one's dropping on a Tuesday. So next Monday we will have. Our first of the Infinity Saga. We're having, we did. We watched Iron Man, and we're talking about yeah. it and how it relates to everything going forward, and um, kind of how we see it differently now. So, join us in the feed for that. Hit that subscribe button if you just found the show for any reason, and go to Patreon.com/slash/MCUcast if you are uh, up for supporting the show. It means the world. Really helps us out and keeps the show running. Be our business daddy. Be our business daddy. <laughs> Be our business daddy. Be our business daddy. Beauty in the business, Daddy. Okay. Oh, okay. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at patreon.com slash mcucast. You make this show possible. A big shout out to our brand new first ever Illuminati tier patron, Walter Kreisky III. Thank you, sir. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv. 